the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Fascinating to watch propaganda media, CIA talking points given to you as news. I love it. I'm enjoying today, however, I really am, because it's like a stupid off. Let's send Jennifer Granholm, inside trading political whore who's never done anything in her life, to talk about how great it is with her new green energy scheme. And maybe the rest of the country will not look at the average daily prices per gallon in California. You guessed it, Squirrel. $5.58 a gallon. Oh, God. Don't tell the rest of the country. We will play a release of the Strategic Reserve, which apparently no one knows what it means. I got a great clip. Joe Biden, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. No one does. To the election, to see if we can get enough morons to fraud the vote this time again. Because that's what's coming. Believe me when I tell you. But it is fun to watch and how we try to avoid the fact that 7,000 points of the Dow Jones has been lost in nine months. That's got to be a record, kid. If not, it's damn close to one. And now we are also going to distract the Democrat moron roach by the idea that it's okay to kill your baby. And it's okay if you need pronouns of he, it, she, when I look at these transgender people, I think the pronouns are fee fi fo fum However, these idiots want to argue about sexual proclivities and the right to kill your baby rather than the reality of the collapse since Joe Biden stole the election. The quality of life, the wealth of the nation, the freedom of the individual. That is something we cannot afford to have. So let's send out the morons on Friday so everyone will divert their attention from margin call Monday. So let's join them in a fantastic Friday, shall we? Gas prices. I know I got criticized for going in the stockpile. Well, guess what? Gas prices are down $1.30 a gallon. Well, Joe, it's not a stockpile. I don't know where that phrase came from. It's called a strategic reserve. However, with you slip and fall scum inside trading lawyer rat bastards, you could call it whatever you want because you've politicized that and you've given away Hundreds of billions of dollars so that your roach Democrats can pretend to put lipstick on the failure that is every single Democrat-run area in this country. Every single one sucks. So let's see if we can get enough morons to turn to their abuser for help. I think it's possible. That's why it's so important that we pass the Inflation Reduction Act, which I proposed in the beginning but didn't get passed till this summer. This law will cut costs for families, help reduce inflation at the kitchen table. Now, most of your families that support you are welfare scum roaches. 
Or like those half-assed g- contractors in Chicago. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? And you need the government spending so you could pretend to be a man and get drunk in the corner tavern where you could pretend to know a guy who's got a guy. I know how it works in you Democrats' sewer areas. But in the reality of things, you're a president that has resided over the largest economic collapse in modern history. You are the president that resides over the major homeless that this country's never seen. You have turned America into a third world hellhole, and the only way you can keep this scam running is if you can get your tramp vice president to pretend to be passing laws. Because you're jamming it through under some sort of parliamentary trickery, cloture. What do you got there? What do you got? But the truth is, there's a lot more Republicans out there taking credit for the new bridges and those bones that are collapsing. Whoa, 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 whoa. What was that at the end? I want you to understand, this is a president suffering from dementia, who every time he's on a stage, he appears to get lost. No matter how big the stage is, he's lost. Here's a guy that can't figure out why his socks are wet, even if he follows the trail down from his crotch. However, he's making up words and phrases now. But the truth is, there's a lot more Republicans out there taking credit for the new bridges and those... Now, here's where he starts to go sideways. I want you just to listen to this. I don't know what that is. I think he said, what do you say, breasts that are collapsing? Is, is Nancy Pelosi, did she walk in the room? In the meantime, while that was going on, Jennifer Granholm, who is as insignificant as a fly, if this country had standards. However, through perfecting political prostitution, this two-bit political whore is in charge of the energy. (laughs) What could go wrong? This combined is over $500 billion, a half a trillion dollars that the United States is going to be investing in clean energy solutions. Now you can play. That's mildly weird. Solutions! My God, is her husband glad this rat has a job and get her out of the house? In the meantime, a country that is bankrupt, that's what America is. It is a Ponzi scheme shell game. A country whose national wealth has lost $17 trillion since January, let alone when this scarecrow stole the office. You're putting $500 billion, half a trillion, into a boondoggle scam that is only enriching the insider traders. And you know something? It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. The Democrats are willing to run all kinds of mental morons, mental midgets, and incapable human beings to run for all kinds of important offices. Eliminate the filibuster. Get things done. Send us back to New Jersey. Send me to D.C. for you. Tell me about the rabbits, George. Go ahead. There's your senator, Democrat senator. You know something? Even though he's mentally incapacitated and couldn't get out of a room without a lit exit sign and a bellboy pointing at the door saying, here's stupid. He's not the dumbest member in this Democrat party. Wisconsin will help decide the future of our country, and that is what Wisconsin does. Um, The election is in 47 days. Here in Wisconsin, you have a critical Senate race, and um, Mandela Barnes, when he wins, will help tip the balance. Mandela Barnes could very well win. I mean, after all, if if, uh, Philadelphia could, uh, uh, Pittsburgh could put in 
a moron who can't get out of a room. Mandela Barnes is just a do-nothing, good-for-nothing communist who has the support of the do-nothing, good-for-nothing, don't-want-to-pay-their-student-loan, deadbeat, roach Democrats that have destroyed Wisconsin, for the most part, and put in there Orville Redenbacher, crack smoker. What's his name? What's the governor's name in uh, Wisconsin? Evers. Evers. And after all, that's the trajectory of these states. This is how it's going to go, and this is how it will go for as long as a Democrat is in office. And who I blame for this are not the welfare roaches or those scumbag contractors who all live in Barrington and all move out to the, to the high-end areas as if they're men, and they, all they do is buy some two-bit Democrat scumbag to fix spending. I blame the scum-never-Trumpers. That's who needs to be remembered in this collapse of prosperity in this collapse of American wealth. All of those pseudo-intellectual, Jonah Goldberg, who not only could make a cake disappear that would impress Stacey Abrams, but was telling people how right and how great and what a normal Democrat as all the never-Trumpers mounted up to make sure there would be less questions in the greatest election theft in American history. These are the scum that should be celebrating the dimwits like Fetterman like Granholm, like Harris, like the dimwit in diapers Biden. These are the ones who you should remember to think. Do you believe there should be any restrictions on abortion? I, I don't. I believe that's a choice between a woman and her doctor. You know, as a politician and a man, I don't have any input in that. Jay Fetterman, you're a politician. There's no question about it. But you're not a man, especially after the stroke. You're a pity case, and you probably could be. The next senator. I mean, after all, anything is possible in a world run by Democrat scum, where you have no standards, where the best kind of people you're going to get are the kind of people who celebrate in their own collapse. And they send out stooges to tell you that ignore your lying eyes. And by the way, through all these bills, we're even fixing hurricanes. It is one of the most the most historic investment to fight climate change as we are talking about extreme weather. I've gotten multiple questions on Puerto Rico, what the people people of Puerto Rico, our brothers and sisters are going through, uh, what what may happen in this hurricane season. A lot of that is is going to uh, be helped uh, by the work that this president has done, bipartisan infrastructure law. Uh, the infrastructure law has helped hurricane season. And what they don't want to tell you about Puerto Rico is that every time they have a hurricane, you know, during hurricane season, which, by the way, Squirrel, the last three have been nothing compared to the predictions, but facts don't matter. Objective reality never matters to the swindler. What they never tell you about our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico, tax-dodging cheats that they are. Yes, I'm talking about Louis Gutierrez and Hank Paulson. They don't tell you that every time they get hit by a little storm, we send billions, and it's almost as wasted as the money in Ukraine. Oh, yes. And I, th listen to me. Those mass graves. How do you know those aren't from the tornadoes or the Azovs? How do we know? What a great way to hide a nice little genocide perpetrated by Nazis who now have tens of billions of dollars of the American people celebrated by the American Democrat mafia. So today is a propaganda day. Let's have fun with these fascistic Fourth Reich rat bastards. 312. 642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. I was uh, 
working a lot today, and I stopped off, and I was visiting with some guys I know in the neighborhood. I had some uh, conversations going on. I think the, the, to, to, to watch people who have worked their whole life, to watch their disgust and their sense of sadness as the principles of what American life collapse and as they're lied to by their government, how now they have to fear their government, and how now their corruption is so blatantly open and obvious. It's a hard thing to be around these guys who fought in wars, who built companies, who've actually paid taxes and made this Ponzi scheme possible, because after all, that's what it is. And then to watch stories like what happened yesterday in government, which went virtually without any reporting. There was one station that picked it up. House Oversight Committee Democrats striking down a resolution seeking documents on the Biden family's international business dealings. It all comes as the... Now, every one of our foreign boondoggles right now that are going on, every single one of them, every one of these so-called bills and plans and changing the sector, which is economic suicide to the American people, guaranteeing the destruction of your life, pays off China. Every single thing we're doing pays off China or the Ukrainian oligarchs who bribed Joe Biden. That we have irrefutable evidence, irrefutable evidence, $31 million just from the Chinese Communist Party to the crack smoker. The fraud bagman pretending to sit on some board, bribery of Ihor Kolomoisky, guaranteeing the tens of billions of dollars as the American people are wallowing in poverty and homelessness. And the government doesn't want to look into it. They are protecting the corruption, guaranteeing we've got at least two years of this. At least two. And what's to prevent them from stealing another one? Stealing the midterms. Who's going to help me? Kevin McCarthy? Wrong man. Wrong man for the job. I'm sorry. That's just the truth. Think about this. We're in Washington, not Washington, D.C. We're in Washington County, Pennsylvania. Why? Because this plan is about all these people sitting around a table talking about the challenges that they have. Can they afford it? I mean, I don't know if it's the Mr. Rogers tone of voice or the fact that he's trying to reenact Newt Gingrich's contract with America, but he doesn't have what it takes. He's a step-and-fetch establishment Republican from California, like Nixon. Can they fill up their tank of gas? How do they survive with now the Democrats causing inflation? They lost a whole month's salary. Are their communities safe again? You want a community that's protected, where law enforcement is respected, God, is where painful. criminals Isn't are it to listen to these Republicans? Run like a man. Run and say, I will reverse every bill that this fascist dimwit pig has perpetrated and thrown on the American people like a yoke of tyranny. I will repeal immediately every spending boondoggle into the eco-Nazi green energy scam. Run like a man. If you can't beat the most obvious, the most incompetent, the most unfit president this country's ever had, then you're a born loser, Kevin McCarthy. And you know, the more I hear you with your faint whisper, the more I think that's what you are. You want an education system that's built on the future where kids come first and are taught to dream big. No, we want the absence of government-funded payoffs 
to communist teacher unions. We want to break it apart. We want to break Social Security because it's a scam. It doesn't exist. It's fraud. In fact, you have a communist, an elected communist, admitting as such. Take a look at it. There are, and it's not just Japan and South Korea, but there are quite a few countries that are really struggling because young people, because under the burdens of capitalism and under living under a society that's increasingly concentrating wealth among the rich, we're not having kids, and or we're not having the kids at the same correct. rate, and we actually need immigrant populations to help balance things out. We can't continue to fund Social Security, Medicare, all of this stuff without immigrants. Because it is a Ponzi scheme. But you have political whores who got here from putting lipstick on pigs and lying to people. And Kevin McCarthy, you should go and do those old Western Avenue used car salesman commercials, you buffoon. So what we wanted to do, a plan for a new direction. We want to be upfront with the American public. We want an election to have a contrast. If they put their trust in us, this is exactly what we'll do. Hold our feet to the fire. And on the very first day, we're going to repeal 87,000 IRS agents. So Man. they're not going after You might as well have Father Flager babysit your kids. Or Michael Jackson, resurrect them, turn them into a daycare worker. That's exactly how creepy this pig sounds. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. You see the problem, Listen, Craig? These, these Republicans that are in office, these political chameleons and whores, they're not there to fix anything. They just want the scam. You're not kidding, brother. Hey, when you're talking about like uh, part of the big problem is these uh, uh, never-Trumpers, you hit a bullseye right there. We're surrounded by, there's so many of them people around. And I mean, but here's my question. Those fit in the same group is you, you have like uh, uh, Democrats in two categories. The welfare roaches, and this is a plain old dumb, dumb, dumb rat that basically follows the, just follows that party. But here's the question. This has got to hurt them and people close to them. And some of the Democrats work, Okay. They're, if they have a 401k, if they have tried to take and get ahead, if they, but they don't want to buy a house. They don't want to work. But, They're not like but us. What about, the, what about the ones that want a little bit like us because they've got to be there and they, and they see how they're getting destroyed. We're all getting destroyed by this regime. And I just can't see how to Then you do what one. you do when, you're, when, you're, when your sister drops off her dog to watch it and the dog takes a durbin in the middle of your living room you take the dog and you smear its nose in it look at what you did stupid that's the same thing you do when you run against a democrat we just need men to do it and kevin mccarthy doesn't have the testicle fortitude to pull it off he doesn't understand but i know somebody who does oh but i do Administrator Guzman, I've sent two letters to you signed by 50% of the committee members requesting specific information regarding PPP loans to Planned Parenthood affiliates. Uh, we have not gotten a response so far. How many? Was that in the news? Was that in the news? PPP loans? Planned Parenthood? How many billions are we talking about? First draw, PP lo PPP loans have been approved to Planned Parenthood affiliates. So specifically on um, on specific borrowers, the SBA has not commented on specific borrowers. Well, I'm asking you. I'm I'm in charge of oversight over your trillion dollar agency, and I'm asking you how many have been approved. Well, we don't publicly um, release that information, and one thing. So you are in defiance of Congress. You will do what you want, not what Congress wants. We have provided you. You know why shouldn't they? 
What happens? When the Democrats retain it through skullduggery, cheating, and fraud, or virtual ineptness by Kevin McCarthy. All you have to do is ignore it. And that's how Hunter Biden gets away with the greatest crime in world history. Stealing an election from a, for a candidate who's owned by the Chinese Communist Party and various oligarchs in Ukraine and other places around the world. That's how you do it. Scumbags. 312 642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. Blood in the the town of Chicago. Blood in the the town of Chicago. Yeah, oh yeah, we gotta give our pick. Now I won last week. What happened to the music? Would you break something, Squirrel? Uh, I won last week. What are you going to go with, Squirrel? Give me a number. Give me a number this weekend. 25. 48. All right, we're going to go with 48. All right, I'm going to go again. I'm going to go high. What's the weather like? Look out of the window over there. It looks sunny. 59. 59. All right, B- book it. Uh, Greg Rogers Park, what's your number? <laughs> oh, I'm going to go with uh, 48. 48. Uh, you already went with 48. What are you, one of those parrots? What are you, Pete? Repeat? All right, no, you got I'm 46. Like that. You got 46. Okay, Go that's fine. All right. Listen, um, can you explain to me, Governor Pritzker just signed some trade deal with Taiwan, and he said it's going to lower our state debt. I think he's lying <laughs> to his teeth. No, I, I'm not saying it's funny. I'm very angry because he's lying again, and I, I think he's trying to get my votes for something that's totally a fake. Can you please explain what he did and how, and how it's really going to hurt Illinois and not help Illinois? I think that everything, that particular fat, useless butter-handed Democrat does, obviously, is not only a lie, but has hurt Illinois, which is why you have a mass exodus. And I'm curious to see what happens in this November, but I am not optimistic. Not at all. Because those people have it just the way they want it. In fact, you know how many of those fat-ass wannabe gangsters are excited about the Democrat mafia holding power? Because they need their money. They can't make it honestly. They need their corruption. You know how many bar tabs up and down North Avenue, Grand Avenue, Roosevelt Road depend on the corruption in that sewer? So good luck. Rusty, running uh, for Illinois 46, wants to change it. Hello, Rusty. By the way, that was my favorite horse's name in Seinfeld. Oh, Rusty. Go ahead. Thank thank you, yeah. I was in... uh... What was that? Uh, vacation, too. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, you were. Nothing to be proud of, Rusty. Go ahead. Uh, all right. Well, hey, I'm going with 32 because it's going to be cold. 32. All right. Rusty's down for 32. All right. You got a better chance of winning yeah. that than you do at Democrat area. Isn't that Villa Park? Yes, sir, it is. You know, I used to yes, bartend sir, at Martin's Inn on St. Charles Road. My uncle uh, owned it. I was 19. No, no, bartending and bouncing. Those Villa Park people... I tell you what, I don't know. A lot of Democrats, brother. A lot of Democrats, which is good if you try to pick uh, yeah. up the chicks. They're easy. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, hey Sean, this is my first time running. I'm a truck driver. I've, I've been in uh, a bunch of the Teamster unions. Currently, I'm working for a company that's not union. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm I was about to leave just like you, and I, uh, you know, I got to tell you. I, I don't think I would have felt right unless I tried to do something about it. I'm proud of you, Rusty. I'm dead serious about that. I'm dead serious. I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I like the fact that you're going to give it a shot. But in the event, 
it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean you got to stay. One and done, babe. Because in my opinion, you have to look around. From the time I was bartending on St. Charles Road, Martin's Inn, you have to look around at what's happened to the Democrat mafia and how open and notorious in its corruption it is. And then you have to look. Here, I, can, I, can, I already know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. What has the Republican Party of Illinois done to help you? Have they gotten involved with you? Yeah, don't, don't make me laugh. <laughs> okay. Don't so make that, me laugh. That's the other side of the coin, right? The complacency is. is because the game, the way it sits, enriches the number two party just as much. They just have a fewer and smaller area. Just as much. And now well, they're in second place, so they, so they hornswoggle the desperate people. Right, and they set up their scumbag moron relatives as lobbyists, their dim-witted, fat, derriered wives as as uh, uh, owners of slot hey, machine stores. I mean, that's the problem with it. Go ahead, hey, Sean. I'm, I'm, I met some good people. There's there are good people. Oh, absolutely. The question is the way the system works. Are you outnumbered or not? And can you convince the bad ones, the morons? Can you wake them up, or have they been lulled into a coma? Well, I don't know. I'm going to give it a shot, Sean. I love it. I, uh, you know, um, here's the thing. The reason I called in, you were talking about how Democrats lie and stuff. Uh-huh. They're spending, I think they're afraid of me, to tell you the truth. They're spending a lot of money uh, talking about things that I've never said. Well, truth ain't got nothing um, to do with it. It's Illinois politics, babe. You think truth has something to do with it? If the, if the people knew the truth or could at least read a paper and see how much open and notorious corruption just goes on in every little nook and cranny of Cook County, DuPage County. I, I, I think you'd have open traffic lanes, but that's just me. Where can the people who are listening to us right now go to look at your platform and go to help support Rusty? That's Stevens for DuPage, common spelling, whether it be S-T-E-B-E-N-S, 4 F-O-U, no, no, you, F-O-R, <laughs> DuPage.com. All right, have you given any Steven. thought to putting Cosmo Kramer on the front of your website going, whoa, Rusty, no, have you not got, I'm telling you, I think you should do it. It I, might I'm, be worth the trademark I, I got, violation. I got a low budget, Sean, and and those kind of things I'm doing myself. So You know, Rusty, it's you funny, know. when you were talking about the Teamsters, I was, it. I was in the Teamsters. I was in it. I know the kind of people that make it up, and I also know the scam that runs it. Which is why hey, when, I, when I knock it, I stick for the men at work. I take on those fat-ass wannabe gangsters, though. Go ahead. Hey, I got people that won't write me a check because I got to report it, but they will give me cash because they don't want to be outed as supporting a Republican running for an office. Scary, man. Scary. But that's, that, And you know what that is, Rusty? That's an indication to just how afraid of your government, how afraid of your mafia union leaders you have to be if you're an honest man in this society. Everything all of our ancestors, all of our relatives, not even that far removed, went to Vietnam to fight. All that. Oh, they're socialists. Vietnam calls itself the Democrat Socialist Party, and so does Booty AOC. Yes, he does. <laughs> Same thing, babe. So yeah. I wish you the best of luck. Well, hey, but if, mis- if I'm not Sean mistaken, had- you're running against a woman who gave a kidney to an ex-husband, right? No, God, I don't know. Yeah, Conroy. Yeah, she's got the support no, no. of the Irish no, mafia. Sean, you got you got the office right, but the wrong woman. She's she wants to be in charge of the county board now. Oh, okay, good. All right, all right. hey, it might as well so move I've on to greener pastures, less oversight. She could steal like a bandit. Yeah, there you go. 
And, and no, it's, it's another... Somebody else has been in government for quite some time. So, I wish you the best of luck. Know. Here's the good news. You're an over-the-road trucker or are you local? I'm a city driver, Sean. Oh, well, you got to cash in. Get out. Move down. Get out of there. Get out of there if you don't win. If you win, I'm going to be excited. Hey, let me tell you this, buddy, okay? Yeah. So I work southeast side. I work west side. I work all seven counties, right? Uh-huh. The last two years are the only two years that... 30 years, you know, driving that I've actually been, you know, overly cautious, just kind of looking over my shoulder more than usual. You know, it's uh-huh. it's getting scary out there. And people want to change. So, you know, you know, you might be in the right place at the right time for the sake of Illinoisans, for the sake of my friends and family who I love to death, who are trapped. I hope uh, you win, kid. I really do. So it's Stevens. Hey, I appreciate it. Stevens for DuPage. For DuPage. All right. DuPage. Good, good luck. And I got a little bit of Elmhurst too, buddy. So maybe I got a relative. Yeah, they're in Elmwood Park, right? Uh, (laughs) Well, I'm not there anymore, but I still am affiliated with the Elmhurst Cigar House for now. But that's that's we're working to get the the hell out of there too. But I wish you the best of luck. In the meantime, stop over for a cigar. The first one's on sale. The second one, I raise the price. Thank you very much, Rusty. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. When I get back, Ryan, you'll be first. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, whenever the reruns are on, I still watch it. Best fracking show. Bar none. Bar none! Ryan, New Lennox, that and Beretta. I don't know, but you're hard-pressed to find Beretta after, you know, the wife thing. Hi, Ryan. Hey, Sean, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. So, two things. First, I wondered just sort of your take on where the governor's race in Illinois is at. Do you think uh, the work Proft and his pack are doing are making an impact, and do you think the race is tightening? Is there any is there any hope as someone who lives there's in always, Lennox and just bought a home in New Lenox? <laughs> well, listen, brother, you should have talked to me, but there's always hope. And I'm going to tell you what. I, I, I mean, at a certain point, these people who want to get off the scam who don't want in on the scam, they're going to look for an alternative. I mean, what you have going on in Illinois is astonishing. The scandals, the mayhem, the chaos, the murder. It's obvious. We The the McDonald's CEO is just articulating with so many, and he did it gentle. And then to watch that Jiminy Cricket cartoon character yell at everybody for how long has that idiot been in office, Lori Lightfoot? How long has she been in office, that moron? And then the scandals that break every day. $45 billion, billion with a B. That's how much pandemic money has been stolen across the U.S. For years, CBS2 has exposed rampant fraud across the state. And the state of Illinois still isn't sharing how much of your tax money was misspent. Now, this is funny to me as a business owner in Illinois. Do you know what happens if you don't file your quarterlies? They, They suspend all licenses. But they don't have to reveal anything. And the people and the slaves in Illinois go, oh, okay. CBS2's Marissa Perlman is always investigating on how, here in Illinois, oversight essentially did not exist. The report from the U.S. Department of Labor's Office of the Inspector General shows more than 1,000 people have been charged with unemployment insurance fraud. But now the OIG is reporting an additional $29 billion in fraud, totaling more than $45 billion. You're just used to the numbers now. 
Do you know how much fracking money they stole from you? And the government is running cover. And this fat slob who's on how many hours of tape with the FBI and the scumbag Rod Blagojevich. He was elected the first time. I almost couldn't believe it. And now he's in the lead. And you think, I don't know. Is there a scandal? The scandal is the truth. The scandal is the reality. Are there enough idiots that can pull their head out of their ass is the question. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, you're talking about the show Beretta earlier. They couldn't do that show today. Of course not. Yeah, because, because of the parrot? It says, you mean because of the well, parrot? The, the parrot's my favorite, the front, uh, favorite part of the show. No, because of the song. It says, don't do don't the crime. Don't do the crime. If you can't, pay, if you can't do, do the crime. Don't do the crime if you no can't do the time. That's There's what Melrose no Park burglars no used to sing to each other when they ran into a house and stole something. Go ahead. There are no consequences anymore. You can't make that movie. Don't do the crime. Can't do the time because there is no time. Get involved. Find a local Republican to support. Yeah. Get him Kevin, you want to know something else? I had to listen about this 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 sissy in, in Ukraine. Zelensky with his T-shirt. Ooh, is he? he looks like a man in his T-shirt. Beretta looked like a man in a T-shirt. Not yeah, Zelensky. Zelensky uh, looks go. like a crooked politician with $600 million hidden in Cyprus to avoid detection and corruption in a $400 t-shirt. He doesn't look like a man. He looks like a crook. Of course, you put him next to an Illinois Democrat, and he just blends in. Three, one, two. How much do I got time for, Bob? I don't know you do have time. Bob! Crown point. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good, Bob. Hey, you know the existential, the existential threats to this country are, number Running one, it? Democrats, and the media, mainstream media, uh, media, okay? Then, number two, are the single-issue voters. Like, I want LGBTQ. Okay, let's do one thing right, but 99 things wrong. You know, and then you got Ho Chi Minh, Cortez. I refuse to say those three letters, man. All right. And then you got Miles Sanders with it's hard admitted, information. Yeah. He went to, to the you know? Soviet Union back when it was the Soviet Union for his honeymoon. That's perfectly normal. But here's the thing. You have a sitting Democrat president who received $31 million from the Communist Party in bribery. Open bribery. We've got the hard drive. The yeah, Federal but, Bureau of Investigation. Three years. And ask a Democrat if no they know. Balances, ask a Democrat there if they are. know what the word asset. If they know what the word compromised. Yeah. If they know what the word Manchurian is. They don't know any of these things. Yeah. It's preposterous. No George likes his chicken spicy. I mean, nobody. Yeah. They walk around smiling, getting away with everything. No checks and balances. I don't know if it's because Republicans have no cojones or they can't do anything Bob, because it's just overwhelmed by. Eight days bureaucracy. ago, eight days ago, if you were on food stamps, you got an extra $1,300. Do you think they care about inflation? Of course not. So no. you're buying off your no. base of roaches. You're, you're getting, spending more money in your corruption to half-assed contractors and organized yeah. labor extortion mafias called unions. Brother, that's last called thing. flank. Last thing, Sean. Go ahead. Last thing. I was talking to some high school kids. They wanted to know what kind of language to you know learn in, in high school, Spanish, French, German. Hey, one kid goes, I want to I learn Latin. I go, Latin? He goes, yeah, those Latin girls are hot. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's great. I yeah, said, hey, well, I told him. Now, I I ask said, him, now you'll find out if you went to CPS. Ask him to spell it. 
Thank you very much, Bob. We'll be back with the calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest is the second time that I'm talking to him. I don't know him, but I've admired him for a while. And the reason I admire him goes, really, that it's not said why I admire him. I admire him because he is fighting the Sinaloa cartel. He is fighting the gangster disciple, MS-13, and every other wretched, low-life, drug-dealing scumbag. He's fighting them one-on-one. And he's doing it peacefully. And he's doing it with love. And I like what he does. His name is Pastor Corey Brooks. He's the founder, senior pastor of New Beginnings Church of Chicago, founder and CEO of Project Hood Communities Development Corporation, and a leading voice against Chicago violence that has turned that city into a laughingstock and an embarrassment and somewhere to be afraid of. Pastor Corey Brooks, how are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me on the show. I greatly appreciate it. Well, I love what you do, and I know how important it is because you're doing all of this without the help of your government. In fact, unfortunately, your government is helping all of those people you're fighting against. Yeah, well, you know, we're trying to put programs in place to, to, to transform our community, to give people an opportunity that they're not getting. Uh, it's obvious that uh, we can't wait on government to come in and save our community and save the day because that's not going to happen. So we decided uh, not to wait. We decided to go ahead and roll up our sleeves, get dirty, uh, put in some programs, give us some opportunity and change some lives. And you, I think this, this would be easier. This would be an easier get for you if you had the enforcement of civilized law. I think that would be very easy for you. I can't imagine it's easy now when so many of those low-character individuals you're, you're fighting against are back out on the street even after the policemen arrest them and, and the, per, the climate of what exactly is happening and why uh, the character of the Chicagoan has fallen so low. So I'm wondering... Are you optimistic if there isn't a change in the um, state's attorney office, in the ideology of the government as it sits today? Well, we definitely need a change in the ideology of uh, the government as it sits today. Uh, We cannot continue to allow criminals back out on the streets who are doing these horrific crimes and carrying illegal weapons. Uh, They're dangerous and a menace to our society. So we have to get a hold of it. Uh, What's going on in Chicago is that we're seeing that this violent behavior, uh, this criminal behavior is spreading uh, from normally typical places that are impoverished, like the south and west sides of Chicago, to now being spread abroad all throughout Chicago. And it's going to continue if we don't get a hold of it and if we don't have a change of direction and a change of policy. You know, it's funny. As I talk to you, I reflect on my 
own life with being a Chicagoan and working at the South Water Market. There was a company called Stockyards Meatpacking. There was a meatpacking company. I worked there. And then I went to St. Joe's, and um, there was a guy who ran St. Joe's named Gene Pingator, who used to recruit kids to play different sports. And he would go into very bad areas in Chicago, and he would recruit kids. And that's, these are the kids I went to high school. And when I went to high school, I didn't have anything in common with the Hinsdale spoiled brat trust fund bait baby my friends were those kids from the ghetto and i was able to see how difficult it was then i'm going back to the early 80s for honest people to avoid back then the the beginning stages of the crack cocaine movement and how quickly tolerable neighborhoods became intolerable now we have drugs we have drugs now that the profit margin is even bigger the deadliness, the addiction is even greater. I can only imagine it's gotten ten times worse. What has happened to the good family that is begging for help from the government, begging for change? What is happening to them now? Well, they're being weakened every day, and uh, their strength is waning. You know, it's unfortunate that a lot of strong families and families who are really working hard to create environments for their children to have opportunities are having to live in the circumstances and situations that they find themselves, especially in a city where uh, it seems at this point is not being as friendly as it could uh, to families. It's very unfortunate that 80% of our households are already dealing with serious issues in the fact that they're having to deal with single-parent households. And then you couple that with all the stuff that's going on, it makes it very difficult for these parents to have uh, a successful opportunity to, to raise their children. So that's the reason why it's important that organizations like ours, Project Hood, we come alongside to help them out because it's very much needed. And um, as you see money flow into the neighborhoods, I mean, the reality is these low-end neighborhoods often get a tremendous amount of money. You know, $28,000 per student to educate these kids. When you deal with these kids, does that education seem like it's worth 28000 per kid? Absolutely not. You know, that's one of the reasons why I'm a big uh, proponent of school choice and voucher system. I think the money ought to follow the child and that parents should have the opportunity to send their children to schools that are going to be beneficial and to be a blessing to them. Right now, what we're seeing in Chicago, our children are being forced to go to low-performing schools and forced into situations um, that are not conducive to them growing in, uh, intellectually. So we have to hopefully push uh, and uh, vouchers so that our children can have uh, opportunities like everybody else. And it's, it's strange that a lot of these uh, politicians, they send their kids to public schools, I mean to private schools, but our kids who are living in these impoverished areas don't have the same opportunity. Well, sure. They're not going to expose their children. They're special oligarch children. They're not going to expose that to what's good, good enough for the commoners. But it's all about the money to me. Corey, that's how it looks to me. And I remember, I, I, I wasn't a kid then, but I was a kid when he was still operational. Jeff Fort, who was one of the first recipients for an after-school program from the United States government in the 60s, late 60s. Got a million six wow. for, for an after-school program. And that has been the format that we've been following. And I'm wondering, these government-sponsored after-school programs, these government-sponsored daycare centers, 
Do they seem to be working or doing anything other than what Jeff Fort intended them to do? Are they not basically funnels? Are the street gang numbers down or are they up? Well, the problem is with the street gangs that you have so many gangs now. It's not just a few gangs. You have a lot of splintered gangs and a lot of different factions. And what's happening educationally is that a lot of these kids are going on to school, and oftentimes, especially the boys, are dropping out around ninth grade. And so what happens is that you have a lot of these programs that are not working the way that they should. And it's very important that we keep these, um, it's not just the government accountable, but we also need to keep these uh, programs and these organizations accountable to produce uh, what they say that they're going to produce. You know, I have no problem with um, giving some of these institutions funds to operate, uh, but we need to make sure that they're accountable and that they work. The problem is that there's a lot of money being spent in programs that don't work. That's the problem. So we have to we have to do a much better job at making sure that we have organizations, programs, and government being held accountable and that they do things that work. Don't we have to break the back of the of the of the half assed tough guy, the street gang? Don't we have to break their back? I mean since I was a kid, the Eisenhower Expressway was a heroin highway. The sexually frustrated wives from the suburbs would drive off the exit ramp, buy the stash, jump back on this is something that's well known. These gangs are not subjected to inflation. They're not subjected to recession. In fact, they make more money. Why is it that no one but me, a big mouth on the radio, can figure this out? Why can't we break their back? Yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's one of the things that's difficult to do is when you don't have enough people rallying around a cause uh, and enough momentum uh, around a movement. And here you are being a voice in the wilderness. And what has to happen is we have to get voices, we have to get strength, we have to get momentum around that voice. And and you're right, it is very difficult to break that back. It is very difficult when so many people are um, going with the tide and, and, and allowing things to just continue the way that they've been continuing. But it's not until we all decide that we're going to do something different and that we're going to make things better and that we're going to make sure that we hold everybody accountable that we break that back. We have to continue uh, to work hard at it. I'm Can't infuriated. I'm infuriated on Mondays. I have to tell you the truth. I try to avoid the Chicago news over the weekend. And every Monday... I have another reason to be infuriated, whether it was the only son of a good father who broke his ass to raise him. He's 20 years old. He's off to college and he gets killed, whether it's a 17-year-old honorable female student who gets shot in a car, whether it's a four-year-old baby sleeping. Is there a tragedy that's big enough to wake these political whores, my words, not yours, up to do their job and stop using government to protect the criminal and protect the good, honest people who just want to live a peaceful life? Or is this just going to be managing the swirl? And should we all start dressing like the, the tidy bowl man? Right. Well, so far, it hasn't. Uh, there hasn't been anything big enough to stop it. Uh, I'm, my hope and prayer is that uh, we continue to put in the work. We can't get so frustrated that we just throw in the towel and quit, because if we do that, then evil wins and the left wins. So we have to make sure that we continue to fight, that we continue um, to, to, to put uh, programs in place, that we continue to put people in place. You know, that's the reason why voting is so important, these elections that are coming up. Uh, it's our opportunity to voice our right uh, as citizens, uh, as United States citizens, to put in offices, 
to put in office uh, the people that we believe can help our cause. And when they don't, we need to make sure that we vote them out. So this is an opportunity for us uh, to make some changes. When you see hustlers embrace failures because the money stream is more important than fixing it, does it make you as mad as me? And how many push-ups do you need to do to calm down? Because I'm at about 35, but I'm getting old. <laughs> Joints are starting to get stiff. What do you do when you get aggravated? You know, it does make me upset, and that's one of the reasons why we started the organization Project Hood, because uh, it's all about what you do with your anger. You can either be frustrated, throw in the towel, or you can take that anger and say, you know what, I'm going to make some changes. I'm going to work my hardest to make sure that my community is different. And so for me, I choose to channel my anger. It makes me very angry, uh, the waste that we see going on, the deplorable acts that we see going on, the lives that are being destroyed, the educational system. But I've just decided I'm going to work as hard as I possibly can to, to change it and to do something about it. Well, I want everyone to support you, so they go to projecthood.org, correct? Absolutely. Go to projecthood.org, and they can find out about uh, our gala coming up on next Friday, September 30th, and we're going to break ground on October 29th. We invite everybody out. See? This is what happens when a good man starts to do good things. I'm very proud that you came on the show. I love having you on. You let me know how I could help you. And you know my problem is I watched that movie Walking Tall from the 70s, and I fantasized about being Buford <laughs> T. Pusser. So yeah, I wish you the best Pusser. of luck. <laughs> All right. Bless you. Thank you so much. Pastor Corey Books, thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. <laughs> Best kid who found Beretta. I might have to go home and watch it tonight. That good. And you know, it's funny. Back then, 70s were rough. Oh, they were rough. 80s were rough. 90s were rough. It's always been rough. That's what human beings do. But there was something called the rule of law. And as I tune into the Chicago news and I see that greasy scum accused pedophile. Whatever happened to that case between the two brothers and father? Flager! Cozy up to that beanbag, butter-handed, trust fund scumbag that never did a day's work in his life as the protection if he wins for the drug-dealing, scumbag, murderous wretch will continue for as long as he's in office. I thank God I moved to high ground. When you are putting fentanyl out on the street in the state of Florida, you are killing people by doing that. And we're going to treat you with the severity that that, that that deserves. And you're going to jail, and you're going to jail for a long time. And that's what should happen to every single one of the roaches that destroy the quality of life. Everywhere they are. Everywhere they are. I've linked it to the one common denominator. They all seem to thrive in these areas. That are called Democrat. They thrive, boy. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how are you doing tonight? I'm all right. How are you? Good. I got a couple of things. The first thing is, uh, um, uh, what do all the never Trumpers and all of these other morons think of this guy uh, we got for president? Uh, I think of them less than I think of a Democrat. Destroying their future. I know. I knew some. And I wouldn't spit on them if they were on fire. I have one other thing, too, Sean. I, 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 don't, I don't associate with any of them. And the nice thing now about how we're two years down the line, and I get to rub their nose in it like a dog, an untrained dog that took a Durban in my, lo- in my, in my living room. 
Now, whenever I walk into a room, they walk out because they know I'm going to look them right in their beady scumbag lion eyes and remind them they're the ones that made this possible, the scum that they are. The Democrats talking never. About Durban. But go ahead. Yeah, the Durban, about Durban is the, that's my, is the FM, that's my that's what I use thing. for defecation. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, did you did you hear about uh, what he was blasting Trump about, uh, saying that Trump was uh, saying that he can declassify things just by thinking about them? Doesn't this moron know he, that was sarcasm? Well, I doesn't mean, he know? On. Here's the thing. They don't want to remember he was, sarcastic. he was the president. And I hope to God there's a cell phone video of him standing above a bunch of boxes saying declassified, because that, that is all it takes. And the I funny thing about Durbin... Too. Another butter-handed, never did a day's work in his life, slip-and-fall, half-ass lawyer. What about that chubby, desert-mongering wife of his that happens to be a lobbyist in all of the companies that hired Mrs. Stretchmarks and all of the money they got from the government? Does the FBI want to look into that? I don't think they do, scumbags. What do they got? Yeah, one last thing. Go ahead. One last thing. Uh, my number is 55 for the weekend. All right, 55. Book, uh, book Rich for 55. 312-642-5600. We'll get Mitchell. We'll get Al. And we'll get Phyllis. And anybody else that wants to call, 312-642-5600 after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM 560, The Answer. There he is. I tell you what. And I love the movie, too. What's the name of the movie? Rocket Man, right? Great movie. You sure Cream Puff Jim is right? Is that just propaganda? He's feeling, well, I got to go to Mitchell first. Mitchell displays... Hey, Sean. Uh, first of all, um, you know, uh, Elton John, great artist, Fleetwood Mac, Sticks, Journey. That's the stuff that's in our wheelhouse. But I'll tell you what's not happening today in high schools, okay? It's a breeding ground for gangs, drugs. They'll never admit it because the, the, the teachers gave up their power decades ago. Fast forward to right now to what your guest was talking about. There is ongoing gang activity in every high school in Illinois. Yeah. And they do it right over. They do it. They do it right in front of their eyes. And these teachers are feckless. And these yeah. these, these, these the principals, okay, they are nothing more than a bunch of radical nutjobs that only care about basically uh, putting together a clique. But who okay, neutered the? You know, you know, you know, Mitchell. If you think about what you're saying, who neutered the teachers when you, when we were kids? Teacher beat the beat the hell out of you. A teacher would beat. I, yeah. Mr. Bright beat the hell out of me when I was in grade school. I, I don't even know how many times yeah. he beat the hell out of me. And that's just something see, that they happened. They had power. But see, they had power back then, okay? Then you the Flaggers came in. They started like beating the kids. Then you got the freaks like Flagger in there and the rest of those underground railroad pedophiles. That's a problem. It, so it's a. Oh, no. And, yeah. Yes. And by the way, just your point about that in the public school system i'm talking about catholic schools but the public school there are pedophiles that are both men and women because the pheromones and uh the hormones are fighting and that's what they do they praying on i saw it firsthand i am telling you do not yeah. send your kid in illinois to a public school because yeah, guess what unless they're in the, in the honors program or unless they're like the elite sports program they're they're totally screwed yeah and but it was different cares. too though pedophilia was different you know when i was a kid in eighth grade if you scored with a teacher that was hot you were quite the caballero. It's all a different world. Now. <laughs> Thank you very much, Mitch. Appreciate the call. All right, Cream Puff Jim, is this a rumor? 
Jim? He must have fell asleep. Oh. Do you fall asleep? Oh, no. You're not in a truck no, no, anymore no. for the city of Chicago. Are you napping? <laughs> yeah, we just take it on the app, sorry. Right, no problem. Anyway, I was going to say Elton John's going to be at the White House tonight. Are you sure and he's not he's over? Are you, are you sure he's not just picking up Pete Buttigieg for ice cream? No, no, he's going there. And that guy Skype in that guy from the not from North Korea. He's going to be in a Zoom meeting. With Kim Jong Un. Yeah, he's going to play Rocket Man at the, Kim at the end of the ceremony. Yeah, Kim John. Yeah, he's built. He's be, built like Elton John, and he dresses like a Bond villain. I kind of like his haircut, though. I'm trying to go with my own Kim Jong Un. Uh, so that I, is stylish. All right, I hope you're right. I, I little Elton John. I, I love Elton John. Can't help it. All right, let's argue with Laura. Hi, Laura. Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call, Sean. Anytime. I wanted to talk about the family unit. I noticed that uh, when you had the pastor on earlier, uh, you know, it's almost like a given fact that uh, single families, single parent families are okay. I do not, I do not subscribe to this. I was gonna, I, you know, I'm not going to argue with Pastor Corey Book, Brooks, but I'm going to tell you why. I do not subscribe to this on a multitude of reasons. Number one, if after you have a baby with somebody, and that somebody becomes a low-life scumbag, the best thing you can do for that kid is get away from that somebody, whether it is the mother or the woman. So this ideology of a family unit, listen, that's in a perfect world. And even if there is no perfect world, but it has to come from the character of people. The problem with society today, right? We all go through this. This is something you heard. And the answer is character. If you have one good woman could raise five good kids, one good woman, right? One good man could raise five good daughters, one good man. So one bad parent who's a drug-dealing, scoundrel, scumbag, drug-using, or a degenerate gambler, he can eat a cancer of a family and destroy the kids, he or she. So I don't, I don't buy that. That's true. A lot of religious people do that. I don't. I don't. Because, number one, I was raised by a mother. I'm a single parent kid. No, no so, of course. And I understand that and, that would and, be an issue. But I was on a punk. the other hand, as a My general... My mother beat me with a board. I mean, this is something you got to do. So there are no, there are no blankets. Yeah, no, my dad, my dad was the same. You know, my dad was the same. He was, uh, you know, he was raised on, on Taylor Street. and uh, There are no blanket solutions too. for individual problems. I agree. The problems have to come I from agree. the character. And, the, you know, the real problem is we are educating morons. The, it, it all boils down to policy. You're charging the people of Chicago $28,000 a year to turn out what you see. Do these kids, I asked Pastor Corey Book, do they look like they were educated? Do you know what $28,000 a year is? You could send your kid to a great private school for six. 28000 Yes. Because you're not educating the kids. You're buying the auto show in the parking lot of these schools as the teachers drive cars they can't spell because the teachers are morons. You're hard-pressed to find a teacher that can say the that's word true. ask, let alone a student. The problem is character. No, that's parent true. Family. I, I noticed that. That's true. Yeah, That's see? true. But now, Laura, you I, just I, got a window. I, I, you just got a window into what my wife deals with every time we disagree. Thank you for calling the show, honey. See, I got the color, honey. Daniel, Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. Yes. We, we need you, man. Oh, thank you. Listen. <laughs> yes. Listen. What? I seen this train wreck coming with these kids. 
coming from Venezuela, South America, Mexico, and all that. I'm going to make you coming. feel good, though, brother. I'm going to hey, make Sean, you... yeah. who's going to pay for them when they go to school? You know what's going to happen? You have a better chance. Think about this. John, John, I don't mean to talk over you, please. No, go ahead. But but listen, you... listen, we got to think about this. I've seen this train wreck coming. Yeah, I know. Every but here's what you have to think about, Daniel. Bill. Hold on one second. You got to think about this. Here's what you got to think about. You have a better chance of a kid who has been exposed to the kind of corruption and failure in Venezuela, the kind of corruption and failure in Mexico, the kind of corruption and failure in Cuba to become a good American than you do some trust fund roach Democrat that has been hidden from the realities of the corruption and failure in Democrat-run areas, but told the ideology of collectivism, of socialism, of Marxism, of the mafia is better for society. You have a better chance of the future by getting those kids here and teaching them how to appreciate why they're here. You can reason with them. You cannot reason with the legacy generational welfare recipient, whether they're corporate or sustenance of housing and the rest of it. Ironically, you have a better chance there. That's what I believe. 312-642-5600. Lloyd, Chuck, you will be next after this. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. <laughs> you know, Margaritaville's big down here, man. I told a buddy of mine, buy everything you can near that Fort Myers Margaritaville. I don't know if you saw what happened, you should have listened to me. Lloyd, Gary, Indiana. Hey, how you doing today? Good, brother. How are you? All right. Hey, didn't they have a law once upon a time that the voters passed in the state of Illinois, the Recall Act? If you didn't like the way a politician was performing, you could vote and recall Dude, the you guy? you know what happened to that, right? It's called HBO. No, it's, it's HBO 340, right? I think so. Okay. Verify. Uh, I think it's HBO 340. It's been tabled. You know who tabled it, don't you? No. The Yard Gnome. Short in the pants, sexually frustrated Are you kidding wife. me? With a castle in Ireland. By the way, you hear anything about the trial of uh, Mike Madigan or Ed Burke? No, it's on hold, man. (laughs) Yeah, they tabled that, too. They tabled the recall bill. They tabled the trial. That's how you know La Causa Nostra is not Italians. It's all short-in-the-pants Irish guys. Thank you very much, Lloyd. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, table. You know they could do that, right? You know how this works, Squirrel? This is very interesting. If you know anybody who's ever gone into business or has a business that's being attacked by the government, if you bribe a Democrat scumbag in Chicago, Illinois, or in Illinois enough money by campaign contributing, or you hire their cream puff swallowing wives, they table whatever could harm your business. Or What does table mean? They, 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 they ignore it. They package it. They put it off to the side. That was Mike Madigan's skill. Aside from shaking down massive multi-international companies to bribe an entire party and hire a bunch of meatheads from his neighborhood, all of whom at Thanksgiving had corks on their forks so they wouldn't poke their own eye out. How you doing? Hey, how you doing? Morons. Morons. Chuck Dullivan. 
Hey, thanks for mentioning my garage band, Corks Under Forks. That was a big garage band band Thank for you. me. Anytime, I was an anytime. ACDC anytime. ripoff band. Anytime. Highway to Hell was the best one. Hey, I just bumped into uh, Gary from Lake Geneva over at Wilson's Meats over here in Elkhorn, and I gave him a T-shirt that said, uh, uh, We the People, not Nancy Pelosi. And, my friend uh, Gary? We, we, Gary Rabine? Uh, no, not Gary Rabine. It's oh. uh, Gary from Lake Geneva. He calls you, and oh. uh, he said he was going to try to call you, and I said I was going to race race him to call you and oh. uh I, I got here first so nice anyway right. uh you have How a, you doing in you the polls? Nice weekend do you even know what the polls I'm, are I'm, actually i'm waiting think, no no, no i say I'm polls for, you think I'm what i am actually I'm, I'm waiting for marquette university they run polls and i'm waiting for them to come out with their statistics to see where i'm at all right so university. i can't wait for nancy pelosi to get a load of chuck from dullivan thank you brother appreciate the call paul in bensonville hey how are you Good. How are you? Hey, I had to service a client over in River Grove, and let me tell you, when I was there, the area smelled like soy and white guilt. It is a horrible area. I I have a question for you. If Adam Schiff was was copper over there, go ahead. If Adam Schiff was a cigar, what kind of cigar uh, would he be? A cheap one, factory made, not worth buying. Jack Whiting, Indiana. Hey, Sean, I yes. think you need to do a segment on the deepest, longest Chicago accent and invite Jan Schakowsky <laughs> in for an interview. Jan Schakowsky, listen to me. Every time you're having a bad day, no matter how bad oh. the news is, no matter how bad, I want you to remember something. You are never going to wake up with Jan Schakowsky drooling on a pillow. That's how you put a little pep in the step, little smile on your face. No matter how bad your day is, you're never going to roll over and take a look at that scarecrow drooling on a pillow. Also known as the lovely Mrs. Bob Creamer, who's at the root of every scandal from January 6th to the Trump rally and UIC and every other Democrat mafia run hellhole. By the way, a lot of time, a lot of stealing going on in that sewer, huh? Authorities say the alleged offenders were able to obtain loans in the uh, range of $20,000. Many of them simply wrote down names of fake businesses on their applications, and some even applied for the loans while sitting in jail. Joliet police, along with federal authorities, announcing the indictment of 25 people who allegedly defrauded the Federal Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP, which helped struggling businesses during the pandemic. These triple P loans that if they're obtaining them fraudulently, they're taking that money out of the businesses in our local area that actually need them. The investigation, dubbed Operation Triple P, targeted people arrested for felony weapons offenses who had also applied for unemployment benefits. The investigation Suspected of you know whose fault this is? Donald Trump's and the Republicans. This is a bipartisan boondoggle. And where's the money? Poof! That's why be careful. Be careful about policies. We got to pull ourselves out of this sewer of corruption. Used to be just Chicago, New York, New Jersey. Now it's Washington. I'll be back. streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, 
with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. Orwellian. Ironically, George Orwell was a Fabian, but predicted kind of where we would be in the future. As you see these modern-day Bond villains like Klaus Schwab, and as you hear him from the World Economic Forum... But can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting here, we have an implant in our uh, brains... And um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can and we measure your, your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, really? It- Klaus, because if you could feel how I'm reacting, you'd run for a safe room. In the meantime, I wanted to bring on an expert. This is a true Renaissance man. His name is... Bob Zeidman. He is an expert in software forensics, founder of several high-tech Silicon Valley firms, an expert witness for intellectual property litigation, and a political commentator. He also has a new book out called Animal Lab. His name is Bob Zeidman. Bob, how are you? Sean, great. Thanks for having me on your show. This is infuriating to me, Bob. See, because I'm one of those silly, old-fashioned, enlightenment-loving Americans and I believe that I am the master of my castle, and I will not bend knee to any totalitarian moron, whether he wets his diaper or talks with a German accent. I don't like it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I agree with you on all that. I, I, mean, I don't think I'm going to be having a chip implanted in my brain anytime soon, that's for sure. I mean, I'm not going to let anybody do that. Bob, when the Internet came up, I'm old enough to remember... Before emails, even. I was excited. I loved the old-fashioned cowboy mentality of these guys that we're going to take advantage of freedom and capitalism, and we're going to change the world for the better. I really did. As I watched the bastardization of it, and I watched politicians of both parties in this sickening duopoly of collectivism we have, make it so that I was going to be monitored every step of the way that forever I would lose the Fourth Amendment, Fifth Amendment protections. The civil rights are a joke now, and we're losing freedom of speech. Now it's normal in the year 2022 to be censored, to be threatened by your government. Is this, I mean, did you see it coming? Obviously, you're at the forefront of it. Did you see it coming? You know, I can't say I saw it coming. I was afraid of it coming. And, you know, that's what I wrote this book about, my previous book about those kind of things. And what, you know, I think what, what you made a good point here, and I bring these out in, in this book, in my previous book called Good Intentions. You know, I know a lot of the people who invented the Internet. Uh, I, I moved to Silicon Valley 40 years ago, and then I moved out of there because I couldn't take California anymore about three years ago. But I met a lot of these people, and they went from being the cowboys you talked about, wanting independence and individualism. But now most of them support big tech, and I don't understand how they got brainwashed along the way is it the power the corruption of the power because as you You know know, you know data is everything and this is this is a big problem and there are no restrictions on it there are only restrictions on me 
Yeah, you know, um, I mean, part of it is the the money and the power is really tempting, but there's only a few people who really have that kind of money and power. I mean, relatively small. But you look at the people in Silicon Valley, and they love big tech, and they love its control. Uh, You know, I I think it's the kind of thing, it's like, uh, you know, Americans have a bad habit, unfortunately, or or maybe people, humans in general, have a bad habit of falling in love with people in power. And, you know, once Google got around and Microsoft and, and, you know, all the leaders of those companies, people looked up to them and said, I want you to tell me the future. I want to be part of your company. I want to be part of your plan. And I think, you know, and this is exactly what's going on in my books. The, the, the people start falling in line under these leaders and giving up their, their rights and don't think anything of, uh, about it. The greatest asset to the collectivists, to the totalitarian, to the people that we're, we're talking about right now, the greatest asset to them was COVID. When the autopsy of freedom and liberty in America is done, it will go back to the year 2020, where for the first time in American government, they broke the covenant between the citizen and government. Can we ever get that back? Well, you know, I'm hoping that COVID is going to have a, a silver lining in that I think people are starting to realize that we don't want this kind of government control. I'm hoping people are realizing that, for example, these vaccines don't really work. And, uh, you know, they're going to start losing trust in the government. At least that's my hope. Do you know, um, I could talk to you for hours, and I want to, and we're going to go as long as this interview will allow us. But when you are looking at the kind of government we have that is supposed to be the watchdog, the overseer, the republic and you see open and notorious abuse, misuse, corruption, are they going to be the ones that help us get a leash and a collar on this runaway, I mean, what, what is the proper word? It's not, even, uh, it's not even censorship. It's runaway monitoring, runaway violation of the individual privacy rights. Who's going to fix it? Because the government wants to utilize it. We saw that early on when Trump, before the election, and I'm not, listen, Trump was great in some areas and not so good in others. But the reality is what, what I saw was Congress, primarily occupied by ideologues of government supremacy in one form or another, muscle under Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, muscle under Google and Twitter and the rest of it, to turn them into assets. And once that's done, how do you fix it? I mean, I think it's just got to be the people rising up. And by rising up, I mean, in my mind, hopefully it's nothing more than electing the right leaders. But I'm hoping that it gets to a turning point where people say we're sick of this. But I don't know. You know, people, you know, the ancient Hebrews in Egypt loved being slaves, right? People like having being told what to do. And I think that's human nature. And that's really unfortunate. You've got to have great leaders. You know, can I say Moses, you know, somebody like that to um, say, look, slavery is bad and stop being so complacent. And we need leaders like that now. You know, I hope they're on the way up, but I, I don't There's know. There's a safety in slavery. You know, I use this in, in a lot of my, my opinions on taking on the lack of individuality that's, that's now in my country. There is a safety, and you saw that. I've never seen anything more obvious as they were clamoring to people who have been wrong for decades, clamoring to every word, corrupt for decades. We know what Fauci is. He's a joke of a man. 
I wouldn't take my dog to him. I don't even like my dog. And the idea that everybody gave up their freedom and their, their, their they were listening to put this dirty thing on your face. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. But they were safe in their minds, the cult of safety. This is something yeah. you have to break. And how do you break it when, you know, you got 70% of the people love being morons? Well, we, I, like I said, we need good leaders who inspire. I don't know how to do it. I mean, I hope you do it. I, I'd love to, you know, know my book did it, you know, that combination did it. But, you know, I, I'll tell you one thing that struck me years ago that made me understand the difference between liberals and conservatives, let's say. The, the liberals, the Democrats that I know, I know some really bright people. And when they were going to buy their, their uh, electric car at the time of Prius, they did all this research into it, you know, which was the best car, which cost less, which got the best mileage. But when it came to their health care, they said they wanted the government to do it. And I was just shocked. And, and my attitude is something like health care is so important, I want to do it myself. But when I asked them, why do you want the government to do it? Their idea was, if it's important, the government's smarter than me and the government should choose for me. That's, a, that's astonishing when you're talking about the caliber of intellect of the people you're referring to, people who helped yeah. create the Internet, people who came up with the idea of software and the advances in it. And yet when it came to this aspect of their life with all of the obvious objective reality of failure in, this, in anything government controls, they are yet to turn to that. It goes to show you um, they'll drink the Kool-Aid. Even if they hate the, the, the con artist, even if they hate the cult leader. And that's yeah. something I still watch as I watch these people who claim to be liberal but are really fascists and Marxists and the rest of it. I'm the liberal. Yeah, and, and I don't it, want to force anybody you know, to do anything. Them, There's few of if us. You ask them about the, if you ask them about the post office, right, what do you think of the post office? They'll tell you it's a mess. It's, it's inefficient. But, you know, it's the same government agency that's selecting your health care for you. you. You know, it's the same kind of bureaucracy. Why are you willing to ridicule the post office and all that has to do is deliver letters but you think that somehow the same people the same bureaucracy is smarter when it's choosing your health care for you when you see that in um, communist countries like China they actually have the internet in China however the internet is a bubble that the government controls they really can't go out and get information or news or opinion from other countries or other societies how easy is that to do for a government in agreement with censorship and how hard would it be to do in america well i think it's getting i think government partnerships with big tech obviously is succeeding but we're seeing little you know bright spots here and there where people are creating new social networks because they don't want this kind of censorship but I think, again, the people have to decide, a majority of the people. And what frustrates me the most is I'm 62, and I know the people I grew up with. We learned the Constitution. We learned American values. We were very patriotic. And yet so many of my friends, they're okay with censorship. They're okay with government control. They're okay with government choosing our health care. And, you know, they, I, I've got, I can't tell you how many arguments I've got into in with people who tell me, oh, I'm all for free speech as long as nobody gets offended. And I try to explain to them, you know, we learned this in fifth grade. Free speech means somebody has to get offended. Yeah. If you're, if you're only for free speech where no one's offended, you're not for free speech. Are they, are, are, are they shocked or are you shocked 
when you see a news story that broke a few days ago that talked about the Department of Homeland Security that's been monitoring Americans for the last 20 years, even though, you know, the Patriot Act said they weren't going to monitor us. Were you shocked as they build these massive data centers just to store information on us that anything we've ever done online or will continue to do in Utah? Um, are you shocked that not only was George Orwell right, but to me, I think Edward Snowden was right as well? Yeah, you know, I, look, I, I'm going to tell you, I have very mixed feelings about all this. I, I think for security purposes, we might need that data, but nobody should be allowed to touch it without going through an extremely difficult process to prove that they need data on a terrorist, for example. So I'm a little bit, you know, an outsider there because the collecting data part is okay with me, but nobody should have access to it except in extreme emergencies with a lot of oversight. Um so it doesn't surprise me that this is happening. I think it's happened, you know, since the founding of the country, but we never had the ability to do it on on a scale like we do now. And by the are way, you, one piece of good news is Silicon Valley, you know, I don't know how good, but there are a number of young people coming out who are strong libertarians who really want to protect the right to privacy and really want to uh, encourage free markets and, and smaller government. But it's a, it's a small number of people, but it's a, it's getting to be more and more vocal. So I'm hoping that these young people will start making a difference, too. I am, too, because I have to believe that they are in touch with not only their own age, but people my age. I'm 54. People your age. And moreover, as you start to explain, I happen I live in Naples, Florida, and I'm surrounded by a bunch of old-timers, and I love them to death. They're all retired at something and good at something. And they all fought in Korea or Vietnam, and they're all that mm -hmm. old-fashioned patriot. And as they are being made aware of how everything they fought for is here, and they watch the squad who calls themselves Democrat Socialists and know full well Vietnamese call themselves Democrat Socialists, as they are from ancestries of Cuba, Venezuela, and they see what's happening, and they see our policies going here, it's hard to watch their faces. And um, I think there is a real market for this, and it's going to take somebody young. It's going to take somebody brash, unafraid, to speak truth to power. Because right now, I've never seen so much government power in this country and only read about it in others, primarily from Orwell and the rest of it. Um, I'm curious, you know, I, 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 I want to start seeing it soon, because I think if we go much further, it'll be unrecoverable, and we'll never get the toothpaste back in the tube. Do you think we can we can still get it back in? I don't know. It depends which day you ask me. I alternate them. Some days, you know, I meet some young person. Uh, so, look, the, the, the people who are older than me in the 70s and 80s, but obviously they're getting pretty old, I think they believe in America and American values and small government and all the things that are good, um, you know, free speech. I think they're... they're you know, the legal immigrants really have a strong American patriotism. And there is some young people, some who are kind of rebelling against this wokeness. But in between, you've got so many woke people who just, I don't know, every, every strange, wild opinion has got to be supported. Every personal uh, oddity has to be tolerated. And you know, anything that hurts anybody. What's ironic is these woke people who say, we, we don't think anyone should be offended are doing the most offending themselves. 
I mean, I don't know, but I think there's going to be pockets of people. Again, I think it's going to be the legal immigrants who come here who struggled to get here and, and wanted to come to an America that had the values that we cherish. And the older people, I'm not sure how much you know we can do. I can write books. Um, and then maybe some of these young libertarian, small, uh, uh, small government, you know, things like uh, Turning Point USA, that's a growing movement. Yeah. I'm hoping those people will just become stronger and stronger. Bob, you had a heartbreak in your life. You saw California go from, when did you move there, in the 80s? Yeah, 82, 82. 82, and how beautiful and how successful and how, how principled it used to be to where it is today, where Newsom's in-laws live next to me in Naples, Florida. That had to be hard to move, and if you don't mind, how long did it take you to adjust? Because California, is it not the most beautiful state Definitely, yeah, country, get, arguably the world. Yeah, I got to. I got to tell you, I dreamed of coming to California since I was a kid, and then being an engineer and entrepreneur, I, I had read about people. I got to. I got to come to California and meet some of my heroes in the computer industry and get to know them and become friends with them and work with them. And I thought, wow, this is paradise, and, and it's got beaches and mountains, and you can go hiking and windsurfing. And, I mean, it was great, and the economy was booming, and all, everybody was becoming rich. And I thought, this is where I want to live the rest of my life. And over 40 years, what happened is so disappointing. It, it, it became a place that I hated. I wouldn't come out of my house because yeah. crime and homelessness, the horrible traffic, the, the, you know, the feces on the streets and the needles on the streets of San Francisco, I saw that firsthand. I used to go up to San Francisco when I was single, and I would stay out until 2, 3, 4 in the morning without even thinking about it. Yeah. And then just, and drive home. It was great. It was safe. It was fun. It was clean. I used to brag about how clean the city was. And in the last 10 years, you know, my wife and I just stopped going out of our house, stopped seeing shows, plays, theater, going out to restaurants unless they were local. It really sad. Yeah. Well, listen, I look forward to meeting you in person. I look forward to getting through your book. My Honey Bunny, who is my producer, I nicknamed her Honey Bunny. She sent me a copy of it. I can't wait. The new book is called Animal Lab. You can also see his articles in Epoch Times and American Spectator. I understand you play a little high-stakes poker, so I'm, 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 yeah. I love to play, but I hate to lose. So I can't guarantee I won't flip the table <laughs> over, but I look forward to meeting you in the future. Great. Thanks for having me, Sean. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Bob. Bob Zeidman will be back with your calls and comments after this. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. Fantastic Friday. Good song, Squirrel. You're like Mickey, Mix, and Oliver if he let himself go. Great. I'm going to give you a little update on a story that's going to aggravate the Durbin out of you, because it does me. I'd be chewing on this microphone right now if I felt like replacing it. You remember when this dimwit in diapers, the political asset of the Chinese Communist Party and numerous Ukrainian oligarchs all hiding their money in Cyprus. You remember when he said this? Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. Wrong. Now, I want to be very clear, very clear up front. 
Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. He goes on by claiming his intelligent agencies, the one who have been so successful, so honest, so non-corrupt in Central and South America that have built drug cartels, billion dollar fortunes. Not to mention how right his intelligence agencies have been in everywhere from Iraq, Syria, Somalia, Libya, Nicaragua. How right they've been at everything. Goes to identify the greatest threat to this country is domestic terrorists. And then this happened. A 41-year-old suspected killer, Shannon Brandt, who admitted to hitting an 18-year-old, Kaylor Ellingson, with his car over the teen's conservative views, was released yesterday on a $50,000 bond. Brandt has been charged with vehicular homicide and leaving the scene of a deadly incident. That's just half of the story, thanks to the Washington Free Beacon. Shannon Brandt last week told police... He hit the 18-year-old because he thought he was part of a Republican extremist group after engaging in an argument. He then goes on to mention the speech this month of President Joe Biden on September 4th, who used the national speech to besmirge MAGA Republicans, spread fear, and create this. So Joe Biden... The American Democrat, the CIA, and whatever other intelligent agencies this idiot in diapers was referring to, all responsible for the death of a name you'll never hear outside of this show. Kaylor Ellingston. 18 years old. And this 41-year-old piece of dung Democrat, Roach, walks the streets. He's lucky. That my last name isn't Ellingston. And Kyler wasn't my son or my nephew. Because we go for a walk in the woods, not that Pete Silvestri kind of walk either. Because this piece of dung is the greatest threat to America. The eco-Nazi, the American Mafia Democrat. Even though wallowing in the failure and corruption of the Joe Biden mafia, wallowing in it, he still has the confidence and arrogance to tell the judge he doesn't even know why he was arrested, he said in in his documents, in the court documents, the Washington Free Beacon. What did he do where that was wrong? He took out the greatest threat to America. His dimwit president, who cannot enunciate a word or get off of a stage, just told him nationally it was. You see, you want the country back? Throw out every rat bastard Democrat and make them wallow in their failure. That's the good news, because you're not going to win everywhere. Believe me, in the sewer areas that have the mindset of a Democrat slave and just envy the scam, they're going to continue to hold those areas. They're going to win, because those are people who are wretches. Those aren't real Americans. Let them wallow in their failure, and that's why. The answer isn't violence like this coward killed him with a car. Why couldn't you kill him with your hands, fatso? I'd like to find out why you couldn't. I'd like to see how you do nice and rough and tumble. 
but you're a coward like every other Democrat scumbag. Even the ones that don't transgender. He, him, her, fee, fi, fo, fum. Scumbags. They are scum of the earth. And you're never going to hear about this 18-year-old kid and anything he could have been won't be. And his family will suffer. And there will be injustice as his piece of garbage Democrat is protected by the mafia Democrats. In the meantime, it's a shame there aren't some slip and fall rat lawyers that want to sue the way that the law should be used to sue the lot for libel for the murder of this 18-year-old. Because this 41-year-old Democrat scum, he doesn't have five cents. None of them do. Which is why they need the mafia to exist. And they're so willing to use it to extort their fellow citizens. They're not Americans. They share the mindset of Maduro, of Castro, of Biden. And of Zelensky. We'll go throw in the Ukrainian Nazis. Matt Woodstock. No kid. No, you went on your spiel. You lost me off track. Oh, shut up. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, keep up the good work. Thank you. The reason I was calling, too, you know, Biden gets under my skin, so does Governor Spaulding. Did you happen to listen this morning to Prop and uh, the, that, that uh, play-by-the-rule group that's Did, running some I, good commercials? I had in a meeting this morning, but a friend of mine told me about some union moron in, in uh, Villa Park that uh, threatened Prop or something on the, uh, online, text them or something, threatened them. I didn't hear anything about that, but yeah, you know that that's good because he's causing they're causing um, Spalding to get a little bent out of shape. You know, he's not bent out of shape. He's How never been more secure, brother. I agree with you. What they're doing is showing their incompetence, and they're showing exactly what this story just did, right? So you got some two-bit contractor who probably exists on scamming people with solar or government contracts. And now he's going to threaten Prof for what? Running a commercial that is reporting the news of the chaos in the yeah. Democrat yeah. sewers? See, yeah. but that's how they are. They're protecting their scam. Like every other fat ass contractor that gets his money from corrupt Democrat contracts. Hey, Sean. Yeah. I have one last thing I want to throw at you before I, cause I know you got to move on. But how dare Father Flagger stand there in, in front of the Hancock building and criticize Bailey, saying Bailey should get a place on 47th Street? I think Spalding should get a spot on 47th Street. And based the church. I wouldn't live on 47th Street because the Democrats turned it into the ghetto where that charlatan can thrive. Any more yeah. than I would give $1 to the Catholic organization that would call that piece of garbage accused pedophile yeah. a father. Yeah. That's what I think of that. Thank you very much. You're right. I have to move on. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on the Sean Thompson Show. On AM 560. The Answer. You know, it's always funny when we get the, the fraud scum Democrat try to call the show. Hey, shut up, you filthy pig. Go for a walk in your Democrat sewer tonight, will you please? Let's see if we can get that number at 62. Scumbags. Greg, Lake Geneva. Hey, ditto, Sean. You know, today was a regular day. I got to meet uh, Chuck from Dolvin. Oh. Shook his hand. Oh, very good. Very yeah. Good. yeah, he, he was said Gary, that's you. fine. I've been called worse. 
Right. You know, he. I can see this is a guy who's worked hard his whole life. He doesn't definitely do not have butter hands. No. And uh, I met him years ago, thing. years and years ago, uh, when Dan Proft was with uh, Bruce Wolf. We were at a function at Gibson's, and I sat next to him. He's a cartoon character. I liked him right away. Oh yeah, and you were in the last interview. You were talking about uh, Klaus Barbie. I mean Klaus Schwab. Yes. Uh, and about the transhumanism. I gotta wonder if that's not reality right now in the White House. Uh, it would make <laughs> as they go back up. as they go back and tuck him in his his uh, Dracula coffin for the weekend. Hey, I, I'll tell you what. There's something going on in Washington D.C. None of them die. How about Diane Feinstein with her speed racer hairdo? Wasn't she at the Queen's baptism? <laughs> I think she was holding the baby, that wretch. Thank you very much, Greg. I appreciate it. Let's go to a little Klaus Schwab. I wonder if the intelligence agencies ever looked at the World Economic Forum. But can you imagine that in 10 years when we are sitting Second here, time. we have an implant in our uh, brains? And um, I can immediately feel, because you all will have implants, I can and we measure your your brain waves, and I can immediately tell you how the people react, or I can feel uh, how the people react um, to your answers. Uh, is it imaginable? Um, I, I think that is imaginable. I think um... outrageous. You know who inspired him? Really, the joke of that accent. The, who inspired him is a guy by the name of. Uh... Yuvalval Noah Harari. Did you ever hear this guy's name? Where do you hear this? We are probably one of the last generations of Homo sapiens. Because in the coming generations, we will learn how to engineer bodies and brains and minds. Now, how exactly will the future masters of the planet look like? This will be decided by the people who own the data. Now, why is data so important? <laughs> it's important... How's that? How is that for I Bob Zeidman's no book? And may God have mercy on your soul. Listen to me. You know what he goes on and talks about, Squirrel? I don't have time to play the whole clip. He goes on to talk about the vaccine being the beginning stages for hacking human beings. Let's see if we can get to that point. Because we've reached the point when we can hack not just computers, we can hack human beings and other organisms. <laughs> Put the chip in your brain, then some guy named Yuvalva hacks your brain, like Peggy from the Soviet Union hacked your credit card. Hello, this is Peggy. This is the future, and the greatest threat is somebody who wants to make America great again? Well, something's for sure. Joe Biden and the Mafia Democrats made America suck again. I wonder if that's their official slogan. And they are the greatest threat to domestic tranquility, Americanism, liberty, freedom, and everything your ancestors fought communists, Marxists, socialists for. Because they were elected. Now, you want to change something? Make sure your moron Democrat relative gets the wrong day. They're easy to fool. Tell them there's free pizza somewhere. And make sure that their vote wasn't stolen. And I don't mean the people who are alive. I mean your ancestors in the cemetery. Because that's how they win elections, these thieving rat bastards. You call them Democrats. I call them a mafia. 21? No, we're more than 21 hours. I don't want to. Is it a weekend again? Damn it!
All right. Have a wonderful weekend. Forget about Margin Call Monday. We'll discuss that on Monday. In the meantime, remember, you're an American. Cue it. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in That our flag was still there Oh, say does that star-spangled banner yet J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.